Hi there, and welcome to this week's show on Modern Firm Practices. I'm Brad Turville, and we're talking about ideal clients. So chatting to a lot of accountants, they're looking at the year ahead, and they're thinking, how do we want to grow? And a layer under that is, who do we want to work with? So I thought, great point to talk about what do your ideal clients look like? So a lot of you have got a great big mix of clients. Some are business, some are investments, some are individuals, some spend a lot of money with you, some spend a little money, some buy one service, some buy lots of services, some you see once a year, some you see multiple times per year. There's a lot of things going on and around that, there are a lot of services, different services you provide. And the reason why dialing in your ideal client or clients, if we pick a couple of ideal avatars, is that you don't have to reinvent the wheel. It makes things easier. It makes marketing a lot easier. You can get specific around the services that you offer, but you can also make those services specific to the ideal client. Perhaps the way you run them, the way you name those services, the, the benchmarking and, and, and comparison. If you do any groups or events, they can be the same sort of people. So what I'm talking about here is getting crystal clear on who are the, who are the ideal clients that you would love to work with. So what I want you to do is, I want this documented in your business plan and in your marketing plan. That is the best practice. For now, though, I want you to grab a piece of paper. If you don't already have a plan and a marketing plan in place, which should have clearly documented the type of ideal client that you want to work with, I want you to grab a piece of paper and I just want you to start writing down what are the sort of things that we would love in an ideal client. Is it maybe a specific location? Do we want to be the go-to place in this location? Do we want certain industries? So you might like architects and plumbers and mechanics. Bit of a weird mix, but it's up to you. What are those ideal clients? Uh, how many services do you want to offer to them? So are they just going to be once a year tax clients? I, I would think there'd probably be some more work that you want to do if you're getting this specific. So what are the services we want to provide and what problems are those services solving for those ideal clients. So you might find, well, these clients over here have got this specific cash flow issue and they just all have it. And these others hit this roadblock when they're growing. And these others have problems, maybe very specific tax type problems. And we need to, to work with them more closer. Uh, we need to be more tax advised. There's a lot of maybe ATO, which in Australia is the Australian Tax Office, a liaison. So that might be actually an additional a service we want to offer there. Uh, you know, where do they hang out? Um, uh, what is important to them? Not just in their life and in their business, but what is important to them as they work with you? So do they just want to go and get a cheap tax return done every year? We all know that there's people out there that want that. You need to decide, is that, do I want to be that? Or... Do I only want to work with types of clients that fit this criteria? And here's the cool thing. You can design that however you want. 
There's no golden rule. So if you're just starting out, hey, open slather. <laughs> grab some sticky notes, grab a pen, fire away. If you already have an established client base and a brand and a certain amount of services, you can still change, okay? You're not stuck in where you are right now forever. You can accept and decline whatever clients that you want. It is completely up to you. And if you dial in the ideal client that you want, you can then go and ask for those clients. You can go to the market and ask for them. You can go to LinkedIn and ask for them. You can run events specifically for them and only invite them. You can go to your existing clients and say, hey, we are looking for more of these types of clients to work with. Do you know any of them you can introduce us to? You can get specific and all your marketing can be specific as well. I'm not saying you have to have a whole niche down firm, say in this one industry. But when you do your marketing, you market niche. What you could also do is reflect on your existing client base and go, hmm, looking at all my clients I've currently got, uh, I'm sure there's some that you like a lot and there's some that you like and then there's the others. Think on the ones that you love working with. Um, reflect on them. Are they a certain age group? Are they a certain industry? Do they buy certain services? Is there a certain way you, you, you work together? Is What are the trends that are going on there? Because you might realize, well, you know what? We've actually got the, few, the ideal client that we want. We've actually already got a couple of them. And we just want more of them. Great. Well, there's a starting point. You're, you're actually now pretty clear on what you want. The problem is that you've just been accepting everything. Now, in your early days of business, you will default to just bringing in as much work as you can if, you, if you're starting from the bottom, let's say, because you need to put food on the table. That's okay. But as you grow, what you need to do is you might have to rehome some clients. Because you'll get to a point where you've got no capacity and you can't grow anymore. And there's going to be some ideal clients and some not so ideal clients. Those not so ideal clients you will need to rehome. That does two things. Number one, they're probably low margin anyway. And you probably don't love working with them. It's just for the money, to be honest. The other ones you love working with and you get paid for it as well. We now free up this space both in your capacity and both just the weight on your shoulders to bring in more of those types of clients. Where you get caught out though is you don't fire the clients that aren't a good fit. That's the problem. And so you keep running out of capacity. You dial in, okay, we wanna bring on these types of ideal clients, but then you still keep letting everyone else in the door. You go to your clients and ask for referrals, but you don't say we specifically want this type. And they send you a whole lot of individuals and you're full again. You can probably see the pattern that's going on here. Get specific and only accept specific. If you're in your early days and you just need to get revenue, you're going to have to attract a, a, a lot of different type of work. But you can then clean it up along the way. You're not set in stone here. So, you know, perhaps you might reflect and go, well, we've got this great CFO program that we run and I love running it and I get paid well for it and the clients love it and we get regular contact with the client and those clients get the best results. Perhaps you've got a little a part of your ideal client profile there is this particular program. I can't give you your ideal client. It's completely up to you and where you're gonna run with it. 
Um, and the question then is, there's going to be some what ifs. So what if we already had already have a mixed book of clients? That's going to be nearly all of you. That's fine. But where you go to from here is completely up to you, as in, who do we now want to accept? If that means you need to update your messaging, you need to update how you ask for referrals and so on, that's where you need to start. Uh, accountants um, are very poor at communicating. Okay, so what I want you to do is, I just want you to, it's gonna sound funny, communicate more. Tell clients what's going on, why it's going on, what it means for them, what you're looking for. If you want referrals, ask for them. If you want referrals of ideal clients, ask them just to refer this type of ideal client. Tell them what's tell them what's going on. Keep up. They the telepathy and uh, unless someone can update me doesn't work that well. You need to communicate. What if you want multiple niches? That's completely fine. Okay, the choice is the choice is up to you. But when you market and go to look for those ideal clients, um, market in campaigns. And I would suggest choosing a, a particular ideal client or a niche for those campaign. You can just be so on point and so talk so direct to them. It's going to be more effective and it's going to be a better bang for your buck as opposed to just, we are not your average accountant and we care more. Every accountant shouldn't be average and every accountant should care more. But if you can talk specifically to a niche and you understand them and their business as something you can offer and contribute, you like them, and they have the capacity to pay you, all of them are starting to sound a little bit like a pretty good ideal client. But also, what if you don't have the capacity for new clients or new ideal clients? Well, you need to solve that capacity issue. And there's two high-level ways you solve capacity. That is a separate video, but I'm going to share them quickly now. One is you buy more time. What does that mean? You hire more admin and accountants that are domestic or they're offshore. The other thing you can do, which is probably the first one you should do first, is prune the roses. Okay? What do I mean with prune the roses? When I was young, I was about 15, 16 years old, I got my first job at a plants nursery. And I knew nothing about plants and soil and seedlings. But working down there a lot through my high school years, you'd start to pick up um, a lot of knowledge. And what I always found interesting was how harsh gardeners prune back the roses. And to, I guess, the uninitiated, it goes from a big, massive rose bush back to like a stem with a couple of twigs coming off it, and that's it. That's how harsh they go on it. And the premise behind it Okay, is it now opens up this opportunity for all the bloom and blossoming when springtime comes around. I love that same concept in business called prune the roses. What can you prune? There's probably lots of things you could prune in your firm, but what about pruning your clients? Okay, because there's going to be so many they're not ideal, they don't pay that well, you probably don't even like them. That's okay, you're going to have some of them. What if we want to free up capacity to bring in new clients that we love working with, we love the services, we love their industry, we love it when they call, and they probably pay their bills on time. To, we need to free up the capacity for them. So if we're already full, we can either 
we can then get some capacity back by rehoming some of those clients. It's going to be definitely someone else that you just be able to nicely package them up in a bow and amble them off to. So get clear on the ideal client that you want. And then from that, you can start to build out around, well, how many of them do we want to go after? And, and where do we go to find them? And what services and how are we going to price them? And then to reach my growth goals, how many conversations do I need to be having with these clients every month? You might need to talk to eight every month to close two. You work out the numbers for yourself based on your growth plans. But for today, I just wanted to make the point around what your ideal client looks like. I hope you're enjoying this Modern Firm Practices show series. Uh, it's, it's released every Wednesday at noon, Australian Eastern time. Today, we're talking ideal clients. If you'd also like to be on the Modern Firm Weekly update that goes out every Friday morning, go to weekly.bradturville.com. Chuck a link below in the comments just to make it easy for you. I hope some of the cogs are now starting to tick around. You know what? We should probably get a little bit more specific with who we let into our business, with who we work with, and then who we're going to play into our future vision. I also want you to keep in mind around pruning the roses. This is Modern Firm Practices. I'm Brad Turville. Until next week.